Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Minecraft Off the Record. Everybody, welcome back to Minecraft Off the Record for episode number twelve. I am Joe the Widget Wilson, and joining me as always for another fine episode of Minecraft Lego Madness is the writer extraordinaire, Mr. Fred W. Well, honestly, Joe, if Lego Madness was out, I probably wouldn't be here. Huh, yeah, good point. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> and the third chair from now and forever. The man New with Dan. the pigtails, Mr. David Deanforce Adams. Thank you for uh, calling me out third this time. Yeah, see, there you go. Wait, I, I, I feel special. Introducing <laughs> I really New Dan. No, no, no. New, New Dan's <laughs> filling Dan's spot, which is fourth chair. You mean seventh? Yeah, seventh chair. We're, yeah, we're down sure. to seventh now? I thought it was maybe nine. Either way. <laughs> and joining us because Dan Boontini cannot make it tonight due to work is Mr. Bowbender. What's up, Joe, Fred, Dave, chat room? How's it going tonight? It uh, is you know, the, going. The chat room might miss Dan, but it works out better for us this way. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the episode might be taller. A little bit. Ah. A little bit. <laughs> Uh, I'm so glad you didn't say longer. I thought about that, and I stopped myself and was like, no, let's not say that. <laughs> oh, my. No, Fred, you had to go ahead and go there, didn't you? No, I was just praising you for not going there. Right, right, got it. You know, I'm going to get more crap from Dan as soon as he hears this episode. The last time we had Bowbender on, I got yelled at by him for like ten minutes for all the Dan jokes. <laughs> well, at least you're so far down there, it just sounded like a high-pitched squeal. Exactly. It was, you know, hard. I had to tell him to, you know, speak up a little bit. Is somebody stepping on a dog toy? All right, then. Let's uh, cool it on that. <laughs> yep, yep. Let's get into the business, shall we, Fred? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the business, as in our sponsor... And our wonderful sponsor it is, Tweaked Audio, the makers of some of the best earbuds you can find on the internet. I know I personally wear earbuds every day of the week while I'm at work because I work outside. And I walk through quite a few obstacles. And when I would use other brands of headphones, they would get snagged on things and typically break. The Tweaked Audio ones are very durable. It's the only brand I've managed to keep intact for several months at a time and not weeks or hours. And so if you want a pair of high-quality, very durable headphones, head on over to Tweaked Audio at tweakedaudio.com and use the code OFF THE RECORD at checkout to save 30% off your order. 
And this week's episode is brought to you in part by LateNightSteamer.com. If you are looking in the market for a new podcast experience, perhaps you're searching for a new podcast to throw into your current mix, you know, in between all the uh, QGN shows. Well, friends, the Late Night Steamer podcast may be right for you. Late Night Steamer is a steam podcast filled with news, reviews, discussions, and comedy. Tune in to hear friends discuss the games they love and the games they loathe. You can find more details at www.latenightsteamer.com. Check them out, guys. And this show goes out to them. All right, we have some pork chops and mushrooms to get into. So... We got a lot going on this week, or at least in the server-wise. We've had, I think we've we've logged record numbers every hour this week for people coming onto the main server as well as TechIt. Yeah, it's been busy. Yeah. We had a ton of them pop into the build-off server this week too. Really? It seemed the yeah. build-off seemed kind of lackluster. I know, as far weeks. as actual people building, it was pretty low as far as entries went, but there was a lot of people that logged in the last week. A lot of places were just tagged for, hey, I'm going to build here, and just nobody built on it. Yeah, I think this week's going to change, though. I have a good oh, feeling about right. that. I can't wait for this one. Um, but since we have our guest on, who's actually becoming more of an official part of the Quest Gaming Network every every week that he's on the show, Bo Bender, what have yes, you been sir. up to this week, man? Well, somebody's finally completed my uh, enchanted pickaxe hunt, so that's been going on for like two weeks. And uh, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. El- Elisand? Elisnad? El- uh, Lesnad or whatever. Yeah. Lesnad, okay. Uh, him, uh, Captain PS, and Ken Pachi Carnage actually uh, took that challenge. And it was funny. I had the word cake as the password for the chest, and they were going around. Uh, I did it to kind of expose people to different parts of the server, different worlds maybe that they hadn't been to, uh, in addition to finding a nice enchanted pickaxe. And uh, uh, Elisand, I'll just pronounce it that way, apologize if you're listening to this, uh, won. That, that guy's a madman. He goes exploring all over the place. Um, Captain P.S. was in it for for uh, the whole time. He got uh, words cake, and he actually got two E's in there, so he was standing there trying to open it with keek. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't figure it out, and... Uh, uh, the guy that actually won was there for 20 minutes trying to – he said he entered it in the order that I put him on the signs in, uh, and uh, I told him it's not that order. He still t- stood there 20 minutes trying to figure out the word cake. But, you uh, know, everyone on the server needs to donate some stuff and thank Captain PS because he's the one that donated the physical server for so that we can have all these Minecraft servers running at all times for you guys. So yeah. if you see him in-game, guys, thank him. Yes, I do almost every day. But uh, it was a good time. We were up till I think, 5.30 in the morning. Uh, I was watching them. I just couldn't leave. It was too much fun. It was a, it was a blast. Um, other than that, yeah, just greeting everybody who's came onto the server. Been a lot of people on there, a lot of fun. Showing everybody around, fixing some, uh, just uh, adjusting some teleports a little bit. Um, it's been a great time. I've had a blast. Nice. Yeah, it's been fun. You are like the admin pro, man. You are always just the go-to guy on the servers. I look, I'll be working for QG and stuff. This has been in the podcasting issue. What I like to I like to call a um, a new show week 
that's when my life becomes nothing but QGN for, you know, 80 hours that week. Right. And this is a new show week. Actually, it's a double new show week, but that's to be announced later. And uh, so my life has been sucked away doing network stuff in the background. And then I, I looked over. I look over at the uh, my third monitor, which has all the servers up, and I always see Bowbender helping this person, Bowbender helping that person, Pellbutter doing this. Yeah, I've been all over the place. I'm on pretty much every day, um, helping everybody out, or at least trying to. So I'm having a blast doing it. I really am. It's uh, good. Like I, every, I, I say it all the time. It's a lot of good people on there. We get the occasional, you know, not so good people, but everybody helps uh, pitches in as well. So I, I truly love it. It's great. Uh, I'm going to take this time also to officially announce that Origin is now a full admin. He has the oh. right to ban and all that Yay. good stuff. Congratulations, Origin. And Congrats, congratulations man. on your ban hammer. <laughs> we have a personalized so, carved ban hammer for you. <laughs> so that I means did. watch out, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> Eli's is going to be in trouble. <laughs> Number one on the hit list, baby. <laughs> uh, Fred, what have you been up to? Well, as far as our main QGN server, the only thing I've really gotten on to do at all has been working on my castle still. It's slow coming because I really don't have a definitive plan in my head, and I just sort of work on it, and if it seems to be coming together, I keep it. And a lot of times I end up destroying parts of it, and it just frustrates me because I'm like, well, I probably should have left that there so it can connect to the next room like I want it to. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I've, I've just been working on that slowly, and I've been spending a lot of time on the Pocket Edition because this has been another real-life busy week for me, and I'm actually starting to get what looks like a little village on my Pocket Edition now. I've, I've <laughs> built a few different buildings close together, punched a few creepers in the face and gotten killed. <laughs> <laughs> That'll happen. They don't make very good punching bags because they tend to hit back. Oh, but... Oh, yeah. And, well, that's pretty much all I've done this week. I haven't really had very many exciting things happen to me in the game this week. Ah, fair enough. Uh, I know that Dan finished his host guild this week. Well, he had Eli doing, like, 90% of the work. So if you see the mm -hmm. castle, it's mine and EY's design. Because I, I built a bunch of concept designs for EY's when he was trying to figure out how to do the, the, the walls and everything like that. But he spent... He's been staying in Buffalo with me and, and Dan for the last three weeks. He's got a couple days left now. And he was up there at Dan's place nonstop for an entire week, just going nuts on that castle. So it was the, the majority of that build was EY's, but it is Dan's guild castle. And they did a really good job, unfortunately. <laughs> they did. They did. It looks impressive. I like it. So are you thinking about keeping him and sending Dan back? Yeah, yeah, that's... that's been in consideration now for the last three weeks. <laughs> like since the day he <laughs> arrived. <laughs> My castle's still better. Um, well, that's well, my if opinion. If you just wanted to send them both back, I'm sure you could take Dennis carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Stick him in All right, let's quit bashing on Dan. He's not here. Yeah, I'm not going down that hole. What do you mean he's not here, Joe? Don't you hear him? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway <laughs> dave what about you what have you been up to um well first off this week at the beginning of the week i tried working on my statue of uh what i was wanting to make into angel 
and I was thinking I was still playing with the same rules we have on the multiplayer server. So I had a bunch of zombies standing on top of like the base of the legs where I was where I was working, and I put a bunch of TNT around them and set it <laughs> off, and was all like, "Haha, you're gonna die, zombies!" Well, I forgot that in single player TNT still blows up blocks. <laughs> Good job, Dave. Yeah, so I just blew up my build and I have to start over again. So yeah, I, I got I got mad at it. Um, a few days after that, like there was an issue on the server. I uh, got a message on Twitter, hopped on, and saw that there was a lot of destruction going on. We even, like me and Widget, even looked up who was doing it and banned the person. And just so you know, we're going to start immediately banning people who are who are idiots enough to go and try to grief an admin's house. Yeah, really. If you're going to try to break through my house, first off, you're not getting into it because, yeah, it looks like sandstone on the outside, but then has a, a bedrock center. You're not getting in. Secondly, it's not a good idea to break into someone's house when we log every block that's broken. Exactly. No matter if they're an admin or not, we can find you. So, I, you know, it's just, it amazes me how, how often, like every time I log into the server, someone's tried to break into my house and I've had enough of it. So much I've, I've just been irritated and haven't even been on the multiplayer server since we banned that dude. But Dave, it's, it's it's fun there, man. I swear. I know. I'm. I'll I'll forgive the multiplayer server in a few days and get back on there <laughs> and start building like crazy. But right now, I'm I'm pouting. There's always the occasional idiot. And honestly, guys, if you get griefed a little bit, just build rebuild it. It's not a big deal. Don't go running to an admin that someone broke a couple blocks in your house because you know we're not gonna do anything about it. That's just. A waste of time. Well, yeah, but if somebody just destroys your house, if like they if you level strip it, off, like, yeah, half of yeah. my wall. <laughs> yeah, new put... user, new user one had his house pretty much three quarters of the way destroyed by somebody, and yeah, I took the time to go over there, but uh, yeah, if it's like Joe said, one two blocks, just you know, rebuild. Just go ahead and do it. Yeah. But see, I have a different opinion, because it seemed to work out okay for me when I told Bo Bender to go rebuild my island where it's been griefed. Well, that's a <laughs> <laughs> Have you been up there lately, uh, Fred? Uh, I'm afraid to look. Yeah, don't look, yeah. <laughs> I made some design changes. I took some artistic license. Uh. <laughs> that's what you get, Fred. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not a very good artist. <laughs> I had a lot going on recently. I actually took some time and logged into the TechIt server after I figured out what was going on with it. I had to turn it off for a while because of an, an issue we had. Turns out it was um, Railcraft causing a major crash with um, Java. I got rid of that, went back into it, and I actually spent an entire day just to take a break. I told everybody on that server that don't ask me anything. I'm here just for myself. <laughs> and I was to put myself in survival mode and play around and tech it. But I got to admit one thing, though. I got bored after that day because tech it and Minecraft vanilla are two different animals. Tech it is a technical Minecraft. It's all about building machines. You don't really get to be creative. 
Um, it's all just about putting recipes together. That's all it is, and getting materials. Well, and the other thing that Minecraft is actually more creative. It's a designing uh, base for it. So that's why I think I prefer vanilla Minecraft a whole lot more than Tekkit because it's just it's more creative. And we had another issue with Tekkit server where they we had it was causing more crash jumps on all the servers constantly. Yeah. So I went through and I found out that it was a lot of the add-ons I was using for the other servers to maintain the peace and to uh, prevent certain things from happening that was causing a conflict. So I had to get rid of all of those. So now creepers and TNT do damage again on that server. So if you're playing Tekkit server, be warned. They have a special um, uh, torch that is like kind of like kind of acts like a uh, a monster repellent. So a monster will not go any within any within range of that light of that torch at all. So you want to make sure you make those and put it around your place just to keep in yeah interdiction torches. And I know that uh, Reg said that he had passed out to people who need him as well. And uh, that's what that was causing the problem. That and the ender chests on the Tekkit server were causing problems, so that had to be removed. And it was actually glitching and causing a lot of things to happen, like spawning mass diamonds and things like that. So that had to be removed. And I found out that the whole, they call it EE, I forgot the pronunciation of it, but it's basically magic use on Tekkit. And that is insanely overpowered. People love it because it is overpowered. It's the equivalent exchange. And you can make uh, jewelry that could allow you to fly, change the weather, change the time, invincible armor pretty much, all kinds of garbage. And you don't, you don't have, all you have to do is mine one diamond and you can replicate it over and over and over again. It's way overpowered. That's the one thing that really turns me off of Tekkit. If it had just like the um, build craft and the machines and things like that, that that's what tech. That's where I think tech it stands out from the rest. But I mean, I I threatened to turn off equivalent exchange, <laughs> but people are saying oh they're gonna rage quit. But you know, it's not their server. <laughs> but no, I'm not. Well, I'm not gonna turn it off. I'm not gonna be like that. Remember, this goes back to things we've always said. If you feel that it's crossing the line into becoming a cheat, then you should turn it off. The thing is, people argue that it's an actual part of Tekkit for a reason, but it is. Even everyone that plays it will even admit that it's overpowered, and it is pretty much cheat. I mean, there's some things about it that are kind of cool, but most of it is really a cheat. Yeah, but it's kind of considering it a cheat from regular Minecraft perspective. Tekkit's like a different game all in itself. It also causes a lot of admin issues on that server. Yeah, I could see that. They can replicate nukes quite easily. They can create items that normally only admins should be able to do. Yeah, basically, it's there's so much you can do on that server. I don't ever go on there because... What can an admin do that a normal person can't? Ban people? Yeah. Pretty much. And Arjun actually put it pretty eloquently. He said that it's achieving creative mode without being without being a given. And I know Moving 20, you've used nukes. i got to talk to you about that. But anyway. <laughs> so I did enjoy my time on there. I created a large quarry and had fun with that. But I'm back to the regular Minecraft server. And there's a couple of things, like, what did I do this week? Um, I didn't do anything specifically special on the server. i just been going on and helping people with questions and things like that. 
And we got a fan fiction. Do we have that in the emails today, Fred? The fan fiction based off of the ghost story? I believe we do. I, not the actual story, just the email we got about it. Oh, okay. We'll have to put that on the site then, the fan fiction. That's cool. But people have been talking about the ghosts and and what they uh, what their story is and all that. It's been kind of fun. And I get asked. It, it is kind of frustrating sometimes to log into the main server because I can't log in with at least 30 different questions coming at me within the first 10 seconds. Huh, Bo? Yeah, that's a, it's a mob mob widget. I can't. Mm-hmm. It's insanity. So I have to call you know how mm-hmm. You know how I deal with that, Joe? I just don't answer anyone's question who can't spell my name right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, don't lie, Dave. You just ban people that ask you questions. Damn straight. <laughs> no, there's also been a misconception on the server. People are saying, like, I'm just asking you a question, but then they're like, oh, please don't ban me, don't ban me. And I have to remind people that it's actually very hard to get banned on the server. You have yeah. to be extremely stupid to get banned. Like, there was one guy who accidentally broke a block on someone's house, and he was, like, literally afraid of me logging in. He's afraid I was going to yeah. ban him. There's no way I'm going to ban the guy. Not a chance. Yeah. Doesn't work like that. No. <laughs> Especially if they tell you that they accidentally broke it so you can fix it. I mean, heck, if it was easy if it was easy to get banned on the server, Star would have been banned a long time ago. <laughs> Wait, we're going to ban Dan? <laughs> Nah, Bo knows who I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I've had a lot of people ask me about organic building. And they were, they've were they been asking me for tips on how to do it because they saw the dragon head. So if, with your guys' permission, I would like to talk about organic building a little bit. I'd like to hear it. Organic building is the art of building with Legos or... Minecraft, for instance, like building with blocks to make rounded sculptures. And normally what organic refers to is lifelike sculptures or builds. Um, in, the, in the case of my dragon head, where I tried to make it, he's kind of got a cartoony design to him, but he's a lifelike nature with rounded curves. This That's called organic building. And if you see a dragon build or um, people have done like actual full images of themselves, picturesque on servers I've seen on YouTube. All in three. And it's not just like pixel art. No, no. The organic builds are full 3D builds. 3D, yeah. So not houses or castles. Those don't really fall in the organic. But when people like recreate massive trees and things like that, that's called creative building or organic building. And that's where I, that's what I love the most in Minecraft. I know that Origin's probably with me on that. If you look at our first build off, he did a, a skull in his build for the haunted house. That's considered an organic build. <clears throat> yeah, it's, and it's not just it's like a, wait, go ahead. No, it's just a difficult thing to pull off because of the scale that you might need to do, actually do it. And that's probably uh-huh. somewhere you're going going with this. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get into some tips on how to start organic building in a little bit. But organic just does not refer to things that are breathing. For instance, you know, animals, whatever. It can refer to robots that are rounded. It can refer to anything your imagination really can can do with it. Basically think of a statue, and that's what an organic build is. And how you do organic builds is actually some steps. There's actually steps to the process. Uh, one thing is you got to have a design in mind. You just can't say, okay, I'm going to build, I'm gonna build a, um, a dinosaur or a T-Rex. And then just go and do it. You can't do it like that. It doesn't work. 
you're going to get yourself confused quite quickly. The first thing you want to do is what we call building a wire frame or a wire outline of the structure. In the case of the dragon, uh, me and Arjun actually built the outline of the skull. So what we did is the uh, jawline from the bottom skull, the bottom jaw, top jaw, all the way around to the jawline, and then the arc of the back. Now the arc of the back, and then what you, after you build that outline to get an idea of the shape, you can scale it up and down from that very easily. Uh, one of the biggest tips I can give you guys to help with this is go to plots, P-L-O-T-Z. You look it up online. It's uh, a great tool for looking at how, how rounded shapes work. But when you're building something round, the best way to do it is to... Um, for instance, take a, a one block and put it down. All right, let's say you want to build uh, a 20 diameter. You'd have to go four in one direction and five in the other direction. Blocks out. Then you can, well, anyway, I'm not going to explain that right now. But anyway, you have to create the wireframe. That's going to be pretty much like Arjun just said in chat, about 70% of your build. That's like the key factor because in order to do a proper organic build, it's going to have to be on a very large scale. It can't be a small scale build. You're not going to get this, the kind of depth you need to create a rounded looking edge with blocks. So that's to be a large scale. And then you want to create what's called the spine. The spine is the center point of your build that shows the angle of the entire build. In the case of the dragon, his mouth was open. So we had to show the arc from the top lip that went all the way up and then down towards his neck to show the arc. After you build the frame and you build the uh, the spine to it, all it is after that is a matter of filling the blanks. Just filling in the blanks as you go. Also, another thing to remember is to build little things on the side to help you with your design. When we were designing the dragon, like we came up to the point where we were getting ready to do the eyeball. So we actually built an eyeball on the ground and then designed it from that based on the scale of the current dragon. Then when we got to that point, all we had to do was copy what we had built on the ground and just put it in the proper place on the dragon. Same with the horns, things like that. Little parts that are going to be really tough to build on the fly. Go somewhere next to your build, just experiment with the angles, and before long you'll get it. Um, practicing with doing rounded look is crucial. That's where plots comes into play. That's a great way to start learning that. But when it comes to the math of it, it's a little bit more difficult. And I'll, I'm always happy to show people uh, basics in organic building when I'm around and I have time. Like I taught Eli how to do organics based off of doing a rounded edge for his towers and such because he didn't understand that concept. And that's what I got right now. Any questions, guys? No, I don't think I have any. I like the idea of actually piecing it together from something you put on the ground. I I guess it seems so obvious, but I never really thought of just do it in little sections when uh, when you need a certain certain piece to go in your build, like your eyeball. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That's a, that's a great great idea. Crucial elements like that are always good just to keep off the side and just work on those. That way, you don't have to try going up to your build and and doing it over and over and over again, messing up something on the build. It's a pain in the neck. No, that's a great idea. It really seems like something that encourages people to think about a different way to play Minecraft. Exactly. If you, All these like epic builds that you guys see on YouTube that are so amazing, they're all done by orga or, or, organic structuring, by organic builds. 
And it really is as easy as simply putting in, filling in the blanks. Like if you do a robot leg, for instance, what the first thing you're going to do on that is actually create the spine first. So what you do is you create the outline of how the leg is going to work. You know, where the knee is going to be and all the way up through the thigh. Just that simple line of blocks that shows it. And then you can build circular um, spines all the way up, up it showing the diameter. And all it is from there is simply filling in the blanks. And if you see something that's too square, just knock out a couple blocks and you'll experiment with it till you get it round looking. Yeah, good point. Anyway, anything else you guys want to talk about before we get our tip and we move on to the next segment? I think I'm okay. No, I think that covers it. All right, newcomer tip of the week. Who put this in here, guys? Go ahead, Bo Bender. <laughs> Take it. In other words, Fred did. Newcomer tip of the week. Make sure that you do not share your login information with anyone. Uh, giving people access to your account can sometimes get you banned from the servers because of the things that people, other people did, uh, especially the QGN servers. It's uh, not going to fly when your account griefs someone and you send in an email saying that it was your younger sibling or friend. Uh, a good tip is to not autosave your passwords and login ID. There's a little checkbox there to uncheck it so it doesn't save it. Uh, if you can't trust the people in your household, because we can't tell if it was somebody else uh, when they look at the logs, we just know that it was your account. So be mindful of that. Even if we believe you that it was somebody, we're going to have to ban the account regardless because we can't run the risk of that happening again. Yeah, yep. we've had that happen in the past too. Yes, we have. Yep. Well, that combined with one of our news stories today is what actually had me pick this for our tip of the week. Because people have been having their accounts taken over, and then we've had this issue happen more than once where somebody gets banned, and then they're either sending us an email or trying to get a hold of us by some means that we can't respond, you know, like putting it in a five-star review. You know, if so, if something happens, send us an email because we can't respond to you on iTunes or anywhere else. Another issue I wanted to address, we had an uh, occurrence recently, actually, where someone decided it was a good idea to publicly give out our IP address to the server. This is not the case. If we found out that you did do this, there's a good chance you could be banned. Um, that just opens up a world of griefers at that point. A lot of griefers. If you have friends who really want to play with you, that's not a problem at all. Just direct them to the Minecraft off-the-record website. Let them read the rules and get the IP address from there. That way they're exposed to the rules and they understand what they're getting into before they go into our server. That's all we ask. And as a quick mention, it's not cool to advertise other servers on any of our servers. So if anybody happens to see signs around where somebody's advertising another server, please call an admin's attention to that as soon as you can. Yes, yes thank you. Yes, please. People will be dealt with if that happens. So if if for any reason you may have put down a sign at any point advertising another server, maybe you didn't know, well, now you're being informed it's not cool to advertise other servers on our servers. And action can and will be taken. All right, now that you've had your, your public announcement for the day, let's go ahead and get into the zombie's mouth. Well, you heard it here. That's from the zombie's mouth.
And here we are in the zombie's mouth. More Minecraft Xbox 360 skins revealed. Curious to see more custom Minecraft 360 skins? Here's some more from the new customizable skin set. Jack of Blades, Clayton Carmen, Banjo, Prisoner, and MS Explosion. <laughs> Miss Explosion. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Was, was that one like endorsed by Microsoft? I guess. MS Explosion. <laughs> MS Explosion. <laughs> From the people that brought you MS Paint comes MS Explosion. <laughs> Many more skins are on the horizon for the console community, so be sure to keep an eye out for them. Oh, yeah, man, the Minecraft 360 has passed some pretty serious landmarks in a short time it's been available. I mean, yeah, they, relief, they first released in alpha on the PC in 2009. Which began as a simple world builder, quickly grew into this incredible diverse game that everyone's like growing to love. It's becoming a, basically a cult hit, really. Officially launching in November 2011, um, the, the title pretty much brought over to the Xbox Live and 4J Studios by 4J Studios in conjunction with Mahjong and Microsoft. The sandbox port blew past the 1 million sales mark on May 14th with players having dedicated in excess of 5 million hours to the game. Huge. Yeah, but remember, early on, people were playing for like 8 hours and losing it all. So, some of those numbers were doubled. They were a bit (laughs) skewed. I wonder if you have to pay for this uh, Minecraft skins, or if it's going to be just free. Well, even still, though... Even if people were replaying that, that still says volumes for people being willing to replay content in Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. been playing since beta 1.6, and I haven't stopped. Yeah, it's crushing the XBLA competition, that's for sure. <laughs> Just a little bit. I mean, yeah, you really proved the replayability for us, Joe, when you killed our entire server and made us all start over. Yeah, exactly. And there it is. There you go. <laughs> there it is. That happened once, right? <laughs> Had to get worked in somewhere, right? <laughs> and then, like, months later, he brings it back. You know, like, who wants to go back to that? What we have now is so much better. <laughs> but everyone in the chat room saying that it's going to be 160 Microsoft points. Well, it's typical, in typical Minecraft, in, in typical Xbox fashion, you have to pay for every little thing, so. Yep. Ugh. Oh, of yep. course. If Microsoft couldn't make their money, they wouldn't want to host the game. You know, one-time sales isn't enough for them. I mean, I think the Xbox is a great system, but I think they go overboard sometimes with the Microsoft points. It's not just them. It's pretty much any console. They have to find ways to get people to keep paying when it's not a subscription game. True. Yeah, it's a new model nowadays, I guess. You can't even really fault them because that helps with the cost of actually running the servers. All right. Number two on our list, no more snapshots until 1.3. Dave, want to read this for us? Absolutely. This comes from the Minecraft forums. says this week we'll not see a tester snapshot as 1.3 ramps up for release on August 1st. Dinnerbone stated that there will not be any snapshots between now and 1.3's release. There will be a pre-release client of 1.3 available on July 25th, however, to give modders, texture pack makers, and other community content makers time to get their works updated and tested properly. You know what this spells to me, though? Really quick, sorry. What's up? This means that Bucket is what we use for our main servers. 
will actually be updated when it actually releases, maybe? Hopefully. God, Cross yeah. your fingers. That's going to be, be so great. wonderful if it does. Well, they did yeah. say last week in the meeting that we covered, the bucket creators were invited to that. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, I've so, had a few I've had a few questions on the server from people about uh, if you were just going to update it to 1.3 and we're going to lose all our, you know, the protect protection thing for the chest. And I, I, I told them that that's uh, probably not the case. We're gonna we're gonna wait if there's not an updated uh, bucket. Yeah, we're gonna do everything in our power to make sure that we have control over that server. Yeah, if we have to, if bucket is not active and not working on it, you may be without the server for a couple days. But we will get up as soon as possible. From everything I've seen about the changes, the majority of the client-side changes are going to be to single-player. So when Bucket actually does their update, it should, shouldn't really break a whole lot of the add-ons that we have for extra security. I can hope. Anywho, uh, continuing on, 1.3 will bring a number of exciting changes to Minecraft, including integrated single-player slash multiplayer merging, Numerous performance updates, dropped instead of broken boats, stackable signs, and much, much more. We'll keep you posted on the pre-release info as it develops. Now, they released a major patch for the Minecraft 360 recently. There is a lot, so I'm only going to just go through a couple of highlighted points here. Um, for instance, they added pistons and sticky pistons, stackable yes. fences, shears, yay, <laughs> TNT needs flint and steel and redstone to detonate. Uh, repeaters will now work with redstone. They added a couple new textures for some bricks. Um, and a whole bunch of other things they added. I mean, geez, there's a lot. Anything in here in this list that really stands out to you guys? Because I'm not seeing anything else that's really, like, big. Well, just at the bottom, when they actually listed the stuff that they fixed in this patch, mm -hmm. the very last note, you want to read that one there, Joe? They removed Hero Brian. <laughs> That's straight from the patch notes. And that is just like 1.6, isn't it? Ish. Yeah. That's just like it. That's funny. Don't worry, we have ghosts on our server. Come visit them. They like to play with you. <laughs> Actually, Joe, the note right above that, too, I think that's the most major thing of the whole patch. Fix a problem causing some save games not to load. That is a big thing. Yeah, that would be terrible. That's just as bad as the people saying that they played for six hours and couldn't get anything back. Like, the game just crashed and it was gone. I'm actually ex ex very excited to see how well they are, are updating the game for the Xbox. They're fixing yeah, they all the major issues. They're adding all the stuff that's currently into Minecraft, and they're getting it caught up. Yeah, they said they would, and they, they're doing it, apparently. They sure are. Yeah, but you know what? As fast as they're pushing out these updates, Bethesda isn't going to be able to blame Microsoft for too much longer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fred, you want to get our last news story of the day? Well, this was kind of a big one that happened today, actually, on Sunday, which a recent exploit was discovered in the Minecraft authorization servers, which allowed players to log into SMP servers as any account they wished. Mojang temporarily took down the login servers and have successfully eliminated this exploit. And Minecraft Chick had the following to say on the matter. Lydia Winters said, Hi guys, we are aware of the security issues involved with the Minecraft authorization servers and are currently working to fix it. 
Right now, the authorization servers have been taken offline and will be down until further notice. The Mojangstas are working hard to get everything back to perfect working order. We'll keep you updated as a more clear timeline. We really are sorry about this and are working as fast as we can. Happy Sunday. And then she updated, authorization servers are back online and the login exploit should no longer be possible. It is not believed at this time that any account information, such as password, security info, or any other sensitive information was compromised. Players are, as in any similar situation, encouraged to change their password when the authorization servers come online if they feel that their information was compromised. And then there there was a really long Reddit post where uh, Redditor Barney Gale actually covered the situation as it was happening. And he explained that the reason that they found out about this issue was because a lot of people were having Notch log in on their servers. Like, more people than Notch could possibly be on at one time. Hmm. And when they started asking about it, that's when Minecraft basically realized, okay, something's wrong. So the first thing that they did was go to Bucket and all of the other Minecraft, you know, add-on clients and check them for a backdoor hack see if there was a weakness that people were using to exploit and it turned out that there was nothing wrong with bucket or any of them so they figured out that it was actually a problem that all the minecraft versions were suffering because it was in minecraft itself yeah the authentication server i believe was the issue yeah and they took it down and it was down for a little while and they fixed it and this happened today so you know breaking news as it happened (laughs) exactly Special edition of Minecraft off the record. Dun dun dun. <laughs> dun dun dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before uh, Fred goes any more crazy, anything else you guys you guys want to say on the news before we move on? I think they need to put Hairbrine back in. Personally. <laughs> Pancakes. I can just imagine a war between Reaper and Hairbrine. Oh man. <laughs> Everybody dies. Brian just kills him. <laughs> Over. Well, he can't be killed, so... Not by regular means, but this is Herobrine. Herobrine steals his soul. How do you kill that which cannot be killed? Unlimited power. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, we're going to move on to the real pixel of genius. Real Pixelated Genius! Today we salute you, Mr. Admin Annoyer. Mr. Admin Annoyer! Request number one, can I please get a TP? Request number two, can I please get a TP? Request number three, can I have some of that armor, please? LMAO, bro, please CP! Even when the admins reply, STFU noob, you still have a question. Can I please get a TP? Ask a more time for a ban! Hi everybody, welcome back to Pixelated Genius, your weekly... Real Pixelated Genius! Woohoo! <laughs> I'm a fan of that. <laughs> Yay, you did it live! <laughs> <laughs> your weekly build-off and YouTube videos of the week. This week's build-off was our uh, Mayan and Aztec-style build-off. And it was actually... A lot of people logged into the server, like Fred said, but not too many finished builds were there to choose from. 
I think we had like seven or eight finished builds total. Yep. So it was a quick judge. Well, the people that did actually take the time to do a build, they, they did a pretty good job with it. But when there's less good projects to build, to choose from rather, then, you know, it's not going to take nearly as long as it does when you have 20 good yeah. projects to choose from. Yeah, last week took us three or four hours to judge it. This one took 40 minutes. I, I just don't want to give the people the idea that it was like cut and dry. Like we were actually going back and forth between oh, yeah. these projects quite yeah, a bit. We had a pretty big fight. Over we had an argument place. about first and second place. We had a big argument about that. Yes, we did. I'm we even going to tell them the voting exactly what the voting was for these we had five judges alright and how we do the voting is we'll go through and we'll talk about as a group most of the time we'll go to each build and analyze it and go through it and we always go by what our criteria is and this criteria was Aztec it has to be Aztec-ish or it has to be on that model with creative license mind you and it was about the aesthetics it was about the visual look so if there was a story attached to it, didn't really play effect, didn't really matter at all. It was how it looked. And what we came up with was actually a very, very, very close judging. And once we go through each build, we'll each write down our own top three picks, okay? And then we'll all tell, we'll, they'll all tell me what their top three picks were. And I'll tally the votes based on what they said. And here's how the voting went. First place was three votes to two. Second place was three votes to two. Fourth, third place was four votes to one. And the honorable mention was four votes to one. So I should also mention, too, that while we're doing the judging, we're all in a Skype call. And yes. a lot of times we'll have looked at somebody's build, and then someone else is looking at it while we're looking at another one. And that person says something about it that we get to thinking, well, wait, I, I didn't really notice that. So then we end up teleporting back to that person and looking at the last build we were just at again. So we end up seeing incredible detail because things that our other judges are saying end up making us look at each build two or three times. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, it's a back and forth. It's not just a cut and dry, here it is, here it is. And at least on this one it wasn't. We take the build off very seriously when we judge it. We really do. Because we know that you guys are spending a lot of time building your projects, and we're not just going to shortchange it and judge it quick. No, we want to give you guys your due, without a doubt. Yeah, we, yeah, we probably went back to each one of these two or three times on this one. Oh, easy. The yeah. first place one several times. In fact, between the first and second place, we went back and forth between those and argued Damn. about them for forever. <laughs> yep, I almost got banned. And- <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. I take it you haven't tried to log into the build-off server yet, huh? Oh. <laughs> no. All right, guys. Here's how the voting went. Our honorable mention went to Kickler1896. He got honorable mention because he did... His temple was built out of sand block, which was not that bad and not really the material they normally use. But he had a... It was all based off a UFO crash. This is what really made me and Dave laugh and enjoy it was that part of the one side that the temple was destroyed with flame and it was still on fire. And you can look into the mountainside behind the temple and there was this little UFO embedded into the mountainside on fire. We thought that was extremely creative. Um, there was no way of going inside the temple or anything like that. So it was just, just the out exterior. It wasn't exactly what we were looking for. It didn't meet the, exactly their criteria. So he got an honorable mention. So he did still place and still gets his, his, uh, point, his, uh, what I'm looking for the 
his entry into the final three month contest. I still love that one though. Oh, I did too. Uh, he actually <laughs> got honorable mention from a vote of one to four or four to one. So four of us voted for honorable mention. One of us voted for third place for him. Um, and since he's not here, we'll just go ahead and say Dan's the one that didn't want to give it to you, Kegler. Exactly. Blame Dan. <laughs> and our third place goes to Prelia. She had a very interesting, very interesting look at her temple. Uh, most of us actually were going to just, you know, shine her off as not being um, even eligible because it looked like it was incomplete. When you first glance at it, it looked very incomplete. When you looked into it, though, she actually designed it to look that way. She yep. made it look like a ruin, like a very, very old ruin. And when you looked at it from that perspective, it was actually very impressive. Yeah, and when we thought back to when we actually announced the contest, we didn't actually say whether it had to look like it did when it was a new structure or like it would look today. And she built it like an Aztec ruin would look today. Yeah. And it was built in the mountainside like the mountainside had actually taken over parts of the temple. Um, it was it was a very good job. So Prelo got voted into third place from a vote of four to one. Four votes for third, one place for honorable. Dan again. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh yeah, just so you guys are clear on this, the judges are myself, Dave Adams, Fred, Bo Bender, and Dan, all the hosts for Minecraft Off the Record. Mm-hmm. And the number two one is the one Joe wanted to fight us about. Oh, man. I, I fought for this <laughs> one for first place. I really did. Second place goes to NSS 700. It is a very beautifully designed temple with water. It looked very clean. Very, very nice. He actually got second place from a, a vote of three to two. Two, pl two votes were for first place, three votes for second. So he nailed for second place. And yeah, I was one of the ones fighting for first place. I was they're getting ready to kick me out of the call at the end of it. Well, <laughs> let let me explain why we didn't choose this one for first because it wasn't that it was wasn't built well enough to be first place. The reason that this one didn't win first place was because of the creativity. Everybody else built a similar structure. NSS took it and detailed it more, so he did a better job at building what everybody else was building. So it was a great structure, but it was kind of the same as everybody else's in a way. It was. But, I what put me over the, over the edge for that one was the tree inside of it, and how he put like a nature scene inside the temple. Kind of giving me too. Kind of giving a the, religious feel. Yeah. And the sun above it. I'm just saying that me and Dave were the ones that voted for him for first. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and see, Dan could have been your tiebreaker. This is like our second closest uh, build-off contest. The first one was the very first one with the haunted houses, where they tied, and we couldn't really figure out who would win. <laughs> uh, okay, our first place goes to Fenar01. And his was actually the whole package. Honestly, guys, his was unique. Um, the Mayan head at the top of it put him well over the edge by far. Again, he went with kind of this um, this old rundown look to it. He strategically actually had blocks missing. He had vines growing at it in certain areas. He was very specific on how the how his build should have been viewed. It had to be done with the uh, the pure BD craft. And it had to be done at night. Well, the reason he wanted to do it at night was because the mouth lit up as soon as you opened it. And you couldn't that see was, where it was, was lighting cool. up at, which was really, really cool. 
Now, if he would have done without the golden diamond blocks in there, making it look like Dr. Mario, according to Fred, it would have been better. But um, all in all, it, the reason why he did win first place is it was the most unique build on the server, and it was actually well thought out. And because it? it reminded Fred of Dr. Mario, which he really liked. <laughs> <laughs> so Fenor won uh, first place from a vote of 3 to 2. For three votes for first, two votes for second. So congratulations, everybody, who won this week's build-off. Your entries are in the hat. And we might yeah, be doing more than just a t-shirt, guys. We're going to be doing I more s- than a t-shirt. I saw Fenor's face up there, and I was like, oh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Winner. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> this guy wins! So... <laughs> <laughs> He just needed to make the face so it could actually swallow somebody. (laughs) Perfect. Okay, the reason why that... One of the reasons why I did that whole organic tutorial in the beginning today was because this week's build-off is organic. This is an organic build-off done in creative mode. Two-man teams are allowed. I know for one, I worked a lot better with my partner, Arjun, and it made the project a lot better. Now, two-man teams can be very difficult when you're doing an organic build. Just keep that in mind, guys, all right? Make sure you both understand exactly what the outcome's supposed to be. That's like me and Arjun got on teams on, on our event server. We have Intrilo. It's on our, our website, guys, on Minecraft Health Record, on the server page at the very bottom. If you want to talk to your teammates, the best way to do it. We, Him and I talked about exactly what my vision was for the dragon and what he was going to do to help make that happen, and he did. So if you want to team up with a partner... You're more than welcome to. The world was generated as a flat land, so there's no mountains, nothing. It's just a flat grassland. Uh, all we ask is that you build within range of the spawn. At least, if you're far away from the spawn, let us know that it is far away with either a sign or a path leading to it. That way, we know to get to it and can find it. So what are you saying, Joe? You want to team up with Origin this week? Yeah, yeah, we'll win it all. Hey, everybody's in creative. Well, we could let see, that happen. I know that EYs really want us to team up with Prelia, so I'll just steal Origin <laughs> so he doesn't kill EYs. Well, I'm just saying you could compete, and then if you win, who gets the entries? Origin yeah. in the chat with dot, 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 dot. <laughs> we, we could just do the judging without you and pick the winners. Up to you. <laughs> Arjun and I have been, have been becoming pretty good friends so lately, and I would actually love to actually team up with him. However, my portion wouldn't count. It would actually go, all credit go to him. So if I did team up with somebody like this, me, me or another member of like of the staff would not count towards your vote. Yeah, and he would be out of the judging for the week, too. We would pick the winners. Yeah, if I did do it with Arjun, I would not be allowed to judge. Which I'm tempted to do with this one because I love doing organic builds. So I am willing to team up with somebody if I have to. Well, that's what I mean. You know, you you seem really excited about this, Joe. We could let you compete and then Dave and I could take the reins on picking winners. All right, Arjun said let's do it. Him and I are going to team up. Let's do it. Let's do and, it. And no, nobody can complain that he's an admin because everybody's in creative mode. Everybody's in creative mode. Yep. All right. So like I said before, what we mean by organic is it has to be a three-dimensional build, similar to a statue, whether it be animal, creature, uh, robots, you name it. It cannot be a house. It cannot be a building, castle, anything of that nature. 
It has to be a build. If you look at, we have plenty of examples. If you go to our YouTube page, if you look at the action build off, I believe it was number three. There is the winner was a shark that came out of the water, biting a boat. That's a that's called an organic build. The dragon head that I built with Arjun's an or, organic build. That kind of thing. Wow, Joe, you sure you want to team up with them? He's taking on this loser mentality. I don't care about winning. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I don't think you're the right partner for Joe. <laughs> um, it even goes into things like I actually was was kind of thinking about doing a um, a fighter jet. Don't, don't give away ideas. But things like that, that can be constituted as an actual creative. It has round edges. Whether it be like if you wanted to build a car at a massive scale, like a Mustang, something like that is actually considered an organic build. All right, guys? So not anything like a live-in house or whatever. That's not organic. It has to be on a massive scale, round edges, statuesque. All right? All right. Um, And I believe that is it. You're not going to be given anything because you're in creative mode and you'll have everything anyway. So you have one week. The server closes next sat- this coming Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. So get in there, guys, and show us what you got. We want to see the most impressive, um, or the most aggressive, impressive build-off video yet. And we got a couple comments saying that we have great podcasts with really crappy YouTube videos <laughs> or boring YouTube videos. I try, guys. I'm not great yet at doing YouTube videos, but I'm working on it. All right. Yeah. So remember, people that are competing, if you see Joe griefing your stuff, send us an email. We'll take care of it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll 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 see if Bo Bender's competing or not. We might op him this week. (laughs) Just be on Widget Watch. (laughs) Dateline Widget. I don't need to grief anyone else's the win. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, that now. We got yeah, actually. We have a lot of talented people that are playing on our servers. A lot, and we've actually had a lot of people who have only logged into build-off servers and never any of our other servers. Oh, we should probably mention this also, just in case. No vulgar builds. Yes. If you get if you're building a vulgar build, you will be kicked from the build-off. If you're building anything that even resembles anatomy, it's getting destroyed. Exactly. Yep. It, By me with TNT. <laughs> How are you going to use TNT? It's disabled. You know, I'm pretty good at TNT. Apparently, I can make it blow up wherever I don't think it will. <laughs> I'll just world edit it into lava. Anyway, we have video guy videos for you guys. A lot of them, these videos actually, well, two of them anyway, are for organic based builds. One of them will give you a great idea about what a basic organic build is, and it's called Dolphin the Dolphin. It's an organic build time-lapse. So it's called Dolphin the Dolphin Organic Build Time-Lapse. And it's just them actually building a giant dolphin coming out of the water from nose to tail. And how they did it. And the creator is uh, Voxel Box Videos, All one word. Take a look at it, guys. It's actually very, very impressive. Um, it's very simplistic in terms of organics. So take a look at it. Also, one of my favorite things... I took a look at this video when I was building my dragon head to help me out a little bit. It's called Building with Block Advanced Organics Tutorial. Okay, this is for the more advanced style of organics. But it's a great helping tool. 
It really is. It's done by Block Fortress. Take a look at it. They go into great detail with a lot of some of the best organic builders in Minecraft on YouTube. So, again, that's Building with Block Advanced Organics Tutorial. Uh, Fred, what about this one? What about this one, Joe? You're the one that put it in there. You talk about it. Oh, where's the enthusiasm? You know, I picked these videos out by hand just for you, Joe. <laughs> slaved, slaved away. Okay, so this one is called 780 Blocks of TNT versus <laughs> Mountain. <laughs> Now, now, where is it, Joe? Where's the thing where you're going to tell me? That isn't really 780 blocks of TNT. Hey, That's more like 600. It could have been, but I'm telling you one thing. The mountain that me and Ivarwin blew up, much bigger. You want to see that one, guys. Look up Ivarwin on YouTube, and it's and it's the TNT O-Mountain. That one's funny. And we still have the, a shrine to the crater in the old world. Yeah... I guess, but what this one is, this dude, like, filled in all this empty space in a mountain with some TNT, and then he blows it up at the end. And when I was looking at it, it's just a simple little explosion with it, where it puts a big cave in the side of a mountain. And the only thing I could think of is this has to be the type of explosions that Joe started with when he started blowing things up. You know, you're actually pretty right. <laughs> I did Long that. before he was the destroyer of worlds. He made the back cave. Oh, good times, guys. Anything else you want to say about the build off or the videos before we move on to our next segment? No anatomy. I I think they got that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just making sure and no signs advertising other servers, people. <laughs> Turn them into lava on top of your build. All right. Oh, what? yeah, and remember to put a sign up by your build that says that it's yours. Yes, please. If you don't name it, we can't give you a win and an entry into the contest, which I'm going to remind you guys that, yes, the T-shirt, or Quest Gaming Network T-shirts in that prize, as well as a surprise prize for the end of this as well. That's surprise the, prize? The network's going to donate it into it. So, Is it going to be a picture of Dave that they may or may not want? It's going to be worth your time, guys. And we're going to do this every three months. So after this three months is up and this contest is over, it's going to start from scratch and we'll do it all over again. So the build-off is here to stay, guys. All right, let's go on to our block party. It's a block party! And here we are in the block party. Your emails, tweets, shoutouts, quest forum, posts, and QGN news. All the good stuff. And we have two emails this week. The first one came in to us from ZZ Corrode. And he wrote in, Dear Joe, Fred, Dave, and Dan, and Other Dan. We didn't say Other Dan, but I put that in there. Attached is the beginning of a fan fiction that I'm writing detailing the life of my character as he struggles to overcome the break in his sanity from the dungeons. <laughs> On the actual server, <laughs> I decided that I needed a break from the dungeons for a little bit. And so I sailed far away and found myself a comfortable snowy area to live in for a bit. The fanfiction depicts the time during my break. He not only has to survive the mobs of the night, but also has to battle the horrors in his mind to try to piece together his sanity 
to go back to the dungeons and finish them. I'm not sure how long this will be, but it should be a decent bit. I'm going to be throwing in encounters with the gods, admins, and the ghosts, <laughs> adhering to the base that Joe set up in the story of the ghosts. Dave shall be Pigtelicious, the god of retribution, and the wielder <laughs> of the hammer of banishment. <laughs> oh, ZZ wins. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind, throw me some suggestions that maybe some ideas for the other characters. My goal is to set up an entire lore base for the server, and with your help, write an entire story for the world of Quest. Things that I would possibly include very creatively would be the lore behind the travel between the worlds, the time paradox, when you blew up <laughs> all that TNT <laughs> and that froze up time in the world, and maybe even the ventrilo server and how it interacts with Quest. That's cool. Hey, that's my job. No, I'm, I'm, I'm actually too busy writing a book right now, but... <laughs> I'm ZZ. Go for it, man. I would love to see what you wrote. And your story we're going to post on the website. Just saying, when I get around to it. And I wanted to mention that I am still planning on putting in waypoints on Sea of Dam, which I haven't got around to it yet, because I keep forgetting. Dude, Pigtailicus. Pigtailicus, I love it. That's awesome. The God of Retribution. <laughs> you got to have, like, uh, uh, Fred Dubulicious. The, go no, the God of it's, Earth. It's Durf. Durf. The overlord of dirt. <laughs> the god, the god of dirt. Bowbender, Bo for the purposes we use him for, he needs to be like some type of Hermes type character with little he's wings like on a, his shoes. Like a demigod? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just a demigod. He's not a, a full yeah. scale one. He yet. runs around in his underwear flying with the wings on his shoes. That's right. <laughs> Breezy. Yeah. Breezy. <laughs> Originitis with his, his, his goddess. Perelia, you know, who's enslaving all the all the males of the server. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna smite their... He's gonna have a worth me at this episode, I know he is. <laughs> wow. And, Arginitis uh, is... Yeah, it totally sounds like some type of disease. <laughs> or, Don't drink the water, you'll catch Arginitis. Venor's <laughs> build the temple from Legends of the Hidden Temple. Just happens to be on the quest. Realm. <laughs> well, you know, ZZ has a base to go from. I mean, the story of the ghost shows how the world of Quest came to be in its current state. So, I mean, there's something. That's a good idea. If anyone else wants to write fan fiction about the server or whatever, about Minecraft, send it into us. We'll love to read it. We'll take a look at it. And if it's good enough, we'll throw it on our website, too. Yeah, but we don't want to see the fiction you've been writing, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> You. There is no oil in Minecraft. <laughs> or Alistair. Hey, uh, Bowbender, you want to grab this next email? Sure. Luke C. wrote, Hey, Dan, Dave, Joe, and Fred. I ended up downloading BD Craft and love it. Way better than the default. Also, you were discussing about how to make obsidian last episode. The way I do it is you pour lava into a shallow lake and it has a 100% success rate with me. And another tip. If you start a new world on survival and look for coal, and looking for coal, look on the side of the mountain and you will usually find plenty. Great show, guys. He's right, though. A great way to get coal quickly is if you see a hill or a mountain, just go around it and you'll usually find somewhere that coal is exposed. Because coal yes. usually stays more on the surface areas. If you look at the first layer of rock uh, down to about 10 layers is your key point for coal. 
Well, usually if I'm dealing with the new world, I go with the whole charcoal tip that we gave in like, you know, one of our earlier episodes. But he is right. This has been a great show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. That's full of ourselves. <laughs> seems like, it seems like something's missing, but that's what makes the show so great. <laughs> yeah, it really feels like we're standing tall in this one. Oh, wow. Uh, and we don't need a phone book to do it. Dan's going to like listen to this episode and quit. Yeah. <laughs> I quit. You guys stink. Oh, he wouldn't really break our hearts like that, would he? <laughs> then who would get, then who would make fun of? Well, we got Bowbender. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Dave, you don't want to make fun of me. I write the show that people have to read. Oh, God. You don't want people to read that stuff about you, do you? Not again, no. <laughs> Took you years after you changed your name. Mm-hmm. All right. Fred, how about that QGN news? Okay. So we're on to my favorite part of the show, as everybody knows by now. Okay. Diablo Off the Record just released episode 12. That's three months of Diablo Off the Record now. And you should definitely head on over and hear it. Because it's been an amazing three months, and the show's only gotten better with time. <laughs> Take that, Ebarwin. Yeah. Elder Scrolls off the record. <laughs> if you want to hear all about ball breaking, listen in to episode 30 of Elder Scrolls off the record. That, that, that's and it's not B-A-H-L. spelled the way you think it is. <laughs> B-A-H-L. That's, I, I still think that's one of our best episodes. I love that episode. SWOTOR Reforged. Just released episode two. It was a great episode that even featured Dave Adams back on his crap audio mic, retro style. Heck yeah. Planet Side off the record has officially launched episode zero. It's 35 minutes long today. Look for it on iTunes within a week. You can find it on our master feed as well. Oh, and by the way, we now have a master feed. <laughs> Probably should have mentioned that before the planet's high but okay. We My have bad. a master feed this live. Just search for Quest Gaming Network on iTunes. It is the white icon feed with our famous Quest logo. Okay, and our live record times are as follows. Minecraft, off the record, records at 7 p.m. on Sundays. SWOTOR Reforged is at 7 p.m. on Mondays, which I am now a permanent part of that show, not every other week anymore. <laughs> until Ivarwin hears this. Planetside, off the record, is bi-weekly until the game launches, but it is recording every other Thursday at 3 p.m. And the next episode will be on July 26th. Elder Scrolls off the record is at 7 p.m. on Thursdays. And Diablo off the record is at 6 p.m. on Fridays. All of our record times are Eastern Standard Time. We'd love for you to join us in our chat room. Stay tuned and we'll give you the live stream information at the end of the show. We are having a new show launching called QGN Community Cast. That will be coming up every two weeks on our main feed. And what this show is, is Keth... One random host from Quest Gaming Network, so myself, or Ivarwin, or Dave, or or Fred, or Bo, or Dan, or all the other hosts that we have on the network, will be joining Keth, as well 
as a guest fan. So any fan of our network can apply to be on that show, and they'll be able to talk to the guest host as well as Keth about anything they want to talk about, as well as Keth will be doing quick fire style questions to the QGN host of that episode. So when we announce the QGN host, you guys can email us in or Twitter your quick fire questions for that host. Or you can also email us in to be on that show. Um, you want to email everything for that show at questgamingnetwork at gmail.com. You must be 18 or older to be on the show unless you have parental permission, which means we have to talk to your parents prior. And once we have that, you can come on the show. And also, please make sure that you have a microphone of at least decent quality if you're going to apply to be on the show. Because, you know, nobody wants to listen to static the entire time. So, you know, the $9 Walmart microphone probably won't cut it. But if you have any type of, like, a gaming headset or anything made for actual audio recording, that'd be great. All right, our five-star review shout-outs. Hey, second Dan. Or new Dan. Yes, sir. It's like everyone everyone in the chat was calling you new Dan. (laughs) N-U-D-A-N. Uh, five-star shout-outs, uh, USA, Mushroom Burger, Chan, Evan, <laughs> Cake Lover 21 And from the UK, NJ Tate, Jagobot1, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> this guy has a 17 question marks, an equal sign, numbers 1 through 0. So, th- <laughs> so thank you. I see four X Nuggets Z and Zach S. Our final thoughts this episode. I really look forward to this week's build off. It's going to be a blast. I can't wait to see what everyone does. Yay! And I promise you, ZZ, I will be putting waypoints in hopefully this week on the City of the Damned. But I'm glad that your insanity from doing my dungeons has inspired you to write fan fiction. <laughs> uh, Fred. My final thoughts this week is I would like for our listeners to submit us some emails and give us ideas for the weekly build-off. Yes. Suggestions. That's a great idea. It is. That's fantastic. So um, I actually have two things I intend to build on this week's build-off. And we're out of time. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, go ahead. I have two things for this week's build-off, and I've been itching to make them since, like, you suggested this build two weeks ago. I I'm I have it all planned out in my head. I want to build it so bad. So get the dang server up already. Come on. <laughs> as soon as we're done with this episode, it's launching. And Bowbender. Yes, this build-off is going to be awesome. I already got an idea for it, so I think I'm going to be in this one. I uh, I can't wait to do it. Maybe finally I'll get my son involved in this. I think so. It'd be really good for both of us to do Mini it. Mini bow. Yes, yes, sir. And pull him in on that. And, uh, nice. Yeah, just uh, again enjoying my time on the main server, and uh, hopefully everybody else is too. Alrighty, very, very good. Um, if you're going to be applying for the uh, QGN community cast, just put in the header "Attention Keth." And we will, he'll look at your application and get you in. All right, guys. How to reach us. Dave, I'm sticking you with, this, with it this time, buddy. Yes. All right. 
Um, we have how to reach us. You can reach us at our main site, which you can also check out pretty much every show that we put up will also be on this site at questgamingnetwork.com. Individually, though, Minecraft Off the Record is at minecraftofftherecord.com, or you could throw us an email anytime at minecraftofftherecord at gmail.com. As always, we record Minecraft Off the Record on Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern in our livestream channel found at livestream.com slash thequestshow. In-game, if you want to join us on one of our servers and want to get our attention or just say hi, you can reach Joe at Widget. You can reach Fred at Vimerse. You can reach me at DWM Terry. You can reach Dan, who it, unfortunately is not here today, at Boontini. And you can reach Bowbender at... uh. What's that? God, what was his name? I don't know. Uh, Bobender. Oh, right. Yeah. That's one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can reach us on Twitter. Minecraft off the record. You can send us anything at Minecraft OTR. All one word. Minecraft OTR. You can reach Joe at author J.R. Wilson. You can reach Fred Woodley at Gorfindelor. If you can't spell it, go through one of us because he has a weird name. Yeah, people don't follow me anyway. <laughs> I do. You <laughs> I can follow reach you, me. Fred. You can reach me at D-I-E-N Forts <laughs> Yeah, that's right, Ian Forts Alright, you can also reach Boone at un- Boone underscore teeny That's B-O-O-N underscore T-I-N-I And you can reach Bowbender at Bowbender1 Minecraft Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production, and I would just like to say, keep on building, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Have a great one, y'all. Good night, chat room. It's great talking with you. <laughs>